In this bulletin, the Minister for Education says a new ACCC report highlights the need for childcare reform. US senators relieved as the threat of a federal government shutdown eases. And in sport, the Wallabies still have a chance at the Rugby World Cup. With the latest SBS News, I'm Kira Hain. Minister for Education Jason Clare says the new ACCC report on childcare in Australia highlights the significant need for reform. The report from the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission finds childcare fees in Australia are some of the highest in the world. The consumer watchdog has found Australian parents on average incomes with two children in care are paying about 16% of their net household funds on childcare costs, which is much more than the average of 9%. The report's recommendations include more regulation of the industry, as well as direct subsidies for underserved communities and Indigenous children. Mr Clare told Sky News while the government's recent reforms are beginning to have a positive effect, the report shows more needs to be done. The, the good news is the cheaper childcare laws that we passed through the parliament last year that have started in July of this year are now starting to have an effect. We've seen the cost of childcare on our on average drop by 14 per cent. Uh, in July. That's a good thing, but there's a lot more work that needs to be done here. And this report zeroes in on what are the next stage, what's the next stage of reform that's needed. Green Senator Jordan Steele-John says a federal disability minister should be established to lead the implementation of recommendations from the Disability Royal Commission. The Royal Commission tabled its final report earlier this week, following four years of hearings. The report acknowledges the high levels of violence and abuse, neglect and exploitation experienced by people living with disability in Australia, and called for significant change. Mr Steele-John says serious action needs to be taken to implement the recommendations of the report effectively and efficiently. We do need to see the establishment of a federal disability minister to lead that cross-government work. A task force just will not uh, cut it in this space. We can achieve those goals and we must. There really needs to be an acknowledgement that the only appropriate response to this report is action. There can be no more dither or delay or uh, let's set up a task force that's interdepartmental and wait and see. We've got to act on this quickly, guided by the Voices. U.S. senators have expressed relief that the threat of a federal government shutdown has eased. It comes after the House of Representatives passed a short-term funding bill aimed at avoiding shutdown. The bill will keep the government funded for another 45 days and was approved in the chamber by a vote of 335 to 91. The funding package does not include aid to Ukraine, which was opposed by a growing number of far-right Republicans but does include an increase in federal disaster assistance by $16 billion. Republican Senator John Hoven says he's hopeful the bill will now pass the Senate. So we're, just, we're just waiting for our colleagues from across the aisle. They're having a discussion, and as soon as they come out, uh, we hope to vote and uh, pass the uh, CR that came over from the House, and then we have 45 days, and then get back to regular order. A federal crackdown on international students exploiting the visa system is expected to begin next week. Education Minister Jason Clare has said changes to be announced later this week would close loopholes that allow people to enter the country on student visas to work in Australia without actually studying.
This will be one of several visa reforms to be announced in the wake of a review of the immigration system conducted by former Victoria Police Commissioner Christine Nixon. The review was commissioned by Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill following reports of human trafficking and exploitation within the visa system. Mr Clare says the changes aimed at international students are needed to protect the education industry. And in sport, the Wallabies can remain as competitors for the Rugby World Cup if they beat Portugal with a bonus point in their final pool match in Saint-Étienne tomorrow. It looked all dead and buried for the Wallabies until Fiji failed to take a bonus point from a 17-12 victory over Georgia in Bordeaux, only managing two tries in a heart-stopping encounter. The likelihood is the Wallabies will do what is required against Portugal, the world's 16th-ranked side, but they must then wait a week, with Fiji only requiring a losing bonus point into loose to send the Australians packing. I'm Kira Hain. This is SBS News.